Well, greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy, and the curator of the Audio Museum of the Science Fiction and Pop Culture that is the Just Us Nerds podcast. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, Sir Christopher. We begin episode 46, recording from the Amazon Rainforest, in Peru to be precise, as we kick off our international adventure tour. This season, Chris and I will be retracing the steps of some of the world's greatest adventurers and treasure hunters. This week, we're in search of the hidden temple of the Chachapoan tribe that was said to be the resting place of a golden idol. Hey, Jay. Can I have some of your water? What happened to your water? I drank it all. You drank all your water? Yeah, I spent most of my money on adventure gear and only had about enough money left over for two bottles of water. Well, maybe you wouldn't be overheating if you hadn't dressed in that leather jacket and fedora. Ha! I can smell your silent judgment, and I resent it. I'll have you know that this is what all treasure hunters wear. This, or maybe a pith helmet and some khakis. You do look the part. But I gotta ask, what's the whip for? Seems a bit impractical. Yeah, dude, it's totally impractical. Apart from sounding really badass, it's been freaking useless. I'm kinda wishing I had bought one of those machetes instead. You know, do more of a Temple of Doom kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, because the whip is shit for cutting through the jungle brush. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe if we run into a lion, it'll come in handy. Not likely. Lions are indigenous to India and Africa. Well, thank you, Mr. Google Maps. Tell you what, that whip is pretty cool. I'll trade you my machete for your whip, and you can take a turn at clearing our path. Okay, but first throw me the machete. What? I'm not going to throw you the machete. No time to argue. Throw me the machete, and I'll throw you the whip. Dude, why are you talking like that? I don't know. It just felt appropriate for some reason. Throw me the damn machete. All right, if you insist. I'm sorry! You told me to throw it! I didn't tell you to throw it overhand like some carny! Everybody knows you throw machetes underhand! Underhand! Now I'm bleeding! I like these pants, too! Sorry. I must have been absent the day they taught that at carnival school! Sarcasm is not helping! Hang on, gang, while I get this situation stitched up. You are just in time for another exciting episode of the Justice Nerds Podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Justice Nerds Podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Aw, oh, yeah. Doing all right, buddy? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to be all right. However, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I threw a machete at you. The bugs keep trying to get it in my leg, thanks. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not good. Happy New Year! Ah. Merry New Year! Merry New Year! <laughs> I am sorry! My English, English is no good. Beef jerky time. <laughs> Actually, you have really good beef jerky. It is very good beef jerky. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic beef jerky. Um, 
So can can you believe this, man? We're in season three. Yeah. We're in season three. We're in episode 46, buddy. Well, it's not like anyone's going to evict us. I know, right? We're here to stay. We are here to stay as long as we can. Well, listen, we got so much to talk about. Let's just jump right in, okay? Yeah. Uh, I had some comic book news that I thought we could lead off with before we did What You're Reading. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you heard about any of these things. So I don't know if you knew Brian Michael Bendis. So he's a prolific writer, normally associated with Marvel. Uh, I, I mean, he's done lots of lots of work, but... Uh, mainly with uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, he's worked on, on that book for, for years. He's moving to D.C. Did you know about that? No, no, I didn't. So that means he's being offered more money. Uh, maybe you're, you know, I th- as an artist, I would think after a while, you just, you want to change it up a little bit. No, and I, I agree. And, you know, how do I put this? Um, he's changing color tones. You know, like Marvels are like the yellows and the reds and the greens. And the they're, they're a little bit brighter. And then I find you go to like DC and it's more of those grays and blacks and the still Snyderverse. <laughs> yeah, but I'm right though, you know, like yeah, you, yeah. you do your Batman comics, you do your Superman comics. Yeah, you're still kind of using your red and blues, but his reds are totally different from like Deadpool or a- a- any of that. So like I've always looked at the two and I'm like, one has more of a red tone to it. The other one has more of a blue tone to it. I think it's with their logos anyway. It sticks in my head. Well, geez, Bob Ross. Way to educate the rest of us. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to use just a little bit of Superman blue right in there. Just put that, put that right in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see. So Brian, Brian Michael Bendis, he's a real, I, this is, I don't know how this is going to sound. He's a talky guy. Yeah. Like a lot of dialogue. His stories are yeah. always very dialogue heavy. But that helps for me sometimes. It, it, it does. I'm curious to see how he's going to apply that in his newest project, which is going to be Superman. I'm, gonna ki- be... I'm kind of excited for your ne- the next thing, too, that you're going to talk uh, about. Yeah. Since it's in the same town. It's, it's more Superman-related stuff, so I'll, I'll jump right in. So he, he's, he's going to be writing Action Comics 1000, and that's going to mark the return uh-huh. of a certain article of clothing uh-huh. that has been missing uh-huh. for, like, I don't know. Four years? Four years. Superman's red trunks are coming back. Oh, my God. They came out of the laundry. They came out of the laundry. He's all these years. He's like, well, it's like, you know, when you're emptying out your dryer and right. you get that one sock that just kind of falls in between the washer and dryer. Yeah. And then you find it. And yeah. you're like, oh, I can wear these socks again. Yeah. I think that's what happened with the trunks. Yeah. No, you know what? I understood why they got rid of them. They thought they were dumb, you know, and stuff like that. And that can work for some heroes. Like, remember, they tried it with Batman, and they were like, nah, that's dumb. Well, they got, they got rid of his... Tr- now, good question. Are they going to bring the Batman trunks back? Because they haven't br- brought those back. No, they might. They might well, now. I mean, it depends. I mean, it depends on the story, because some of the stories he has them, and some of the stories he doesn't. We're totally nerding out here right now, because this, this uh, is the minutia. Superware. This is what makes this show yeah. this show. Yeah, no, I All, agree. No other podcast in the world are you going to hear people talking about Superman's underwear, no. but right here on the Justice That's Nerds right. podcast. That's right. But yeah, how, how you? Feel? I mean, this is weird, but I'm excited about this. It's not that I'm excited, but <laughs> it just feels like it's coming home. Like it's I am to- aroused. <laughs> I am. I, wow. am sexu- I am sexually aroused by the. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, seven minutes. Uh, can we mark that shit down right there. But it's just. Um, oh, does it feel desperate? No. Doesn't no, feel desperate. I, I just feel that. So, uh, I, I'm not too sure of this, but has Brian Michael Bendis ever done? Anything with Superman or anything at all? I don't know if he does. I, 
I do not know if he's ever written Who, who's with doing, DC. Who's doing the art on it? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I but, don't know. But what I'm saying is, is maybe, you know, they felt like I've always wanted to do Superman. I've always wanted to draw Superman. And I want, you know, my Superman to have trunks. Well. But what if they go to the speed shorts instead of like the speedo? Um. See, like when they did that like to Batman. Like a new frontier kind of a thing. When they did that to Batman, I was like, okay, I kind of like that. Actually, my Batman cosplay, remember? I actually went to speed shorts. Right. I, I don't have. The speedo because right. I don't like the look of it, and, and you know where that look comes from, right? Why, why the Superman, uh, while the uh, superhero characters originally had their underwear on the outside, yeah, there was a bet between Superman and Chuck Norris, and the loser had to wear his underwear on the outside. <laughs> but um, uh, do, do you do you really know? No, I really you? don't know. Okay, so what was the original inspiration for superheroes? Circus. Circus strongmen. Yeah. Wrestlers. Yeah. Well, back in those days, the fabric that they used the uh, neoprene or whatever was not as reliable right. as the stuff that they had these days. Exactly. So they had to put, un- the wrestlers, the strongmen, had to put underwear on over the tights. In case stuff busted. In case st- stuff started busting out. They need to keep it family friendly. So um, it was the the uh, the weightlifters and the strongmen that first started the briefs on the outside. And then when superheroes were created, the artists used those athletes as their inspiration. Because also, too, that would give them a uh, depiction of strength and powerful. Like, it's become a common knowledge. Well, people associated yeah, it with exactly. strength and, and exactly. the you know, feats, feats of strength. The so feats I'm of strength. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited about no, that. That sounds really awesome. Um, uh, so I think it's actually Jim Lee who's doing the costume design for oh. Superman. And it's okay. going to incorporate elements of the New 52 with the classic. I was going to say, because Jim Lee did, um, he's done a bunch of Superman. And, you know, he's actually done one of my favorite depictions of Superman in Hush. And he had the trunks then, too. So, you know. Yeah. You know, it, 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 honestly, I think they did away with the trunks. Wait, wait. Uh, I got a question. Yeah. Does yeah. that mean Junior's going to get trunks, too? Maybe. You know? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't Dad, know. You're wearing yeah. underwear on the outside. You are too now. That's right. <laughs> I don't wanna. You have to. Too bad. No son of mine's gonna have his underwear on the inside. And then <laughs> Robin looks at Batman. Do I? I am not doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I like it. Uh, I I think it's. Uh, I honestly think they got rid of the trunks in the first place because there's. They it's thought o- it was hokey, and they, they thought that. it was hokey, and it's a move to try to somehow justify and say like, look. Comic books, they're not for kids, they're for adults. And it's all right, you know. And now they're like, yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, yeah. I really think it's what it is. They're like, we're sorry. So, DC, thank you for bringing it back. I, I appreciate it. It's Isn't it? It's dumb, but I'm okay with it. Like, yeah, it's I'm, like I'm all right. The little things where I'm like, okay, well, do you remember? Look, Superman didn't have a belt. Right. And in New 52, and then in right. Rebirth, they're like, hey, he's getting kind of a belt back. And we're the, like, bringing the belt we're back. Like, that belt. And remember, they went to the blue boots, and we're like, and we're like, that's stupid. Oh, you, yeah, you, you didn't like that. People lost their minds, yeah. and they're like, okay, we're bringing back the belt and the red boots. And I'm like, okay, cool, let's keep this going. And D- now you spoke, and DC listened from our lips to their ears. Yeah. Um. All right, buddy. So let's talk about what you're reading. You want to start with? Uh... Yeah, let's start with yours, and then I'll, I'll go into mine. Okay. Well, th- th- ours actually. Ours. We're, we're going to talk about uh, Doomsday Clock, the big event. The, the big event. So now we've read. Issues two and three. Uh-huh. Uh, this is going to be the way, spoiler heavy. I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler heavy, guys. Uh, so if you haven't read issues two and three, uh, you may want to fast forward past this part. 
Uh, so, of course, we're talking about DC's big event, Doomsday Clock, which began back in December. Yeah. This is um, now we're in issue two. We're getting more backstory about the mime and the marionette and what role they play in Adrian Veidt's plan. All right. So I want to ask you a question before we even get into this. Sure. Sure. Do you like it? I I like there are overall. Yes. Overall, okay. I like it. There Me are too. things about it I, I dislike. Yeah, but there's more that I like than I dislike. Correct. So there's I'm, more I'm there's more things that. that I like than I dislike. Okay. Yeah. Right. I just wanted to get in that because I'm not going to waste my time if, you know, we don't like it. No, no, no. I mean, there, there's... I mean, we'll bash the shit out of it, but... You know. <laughs> no, there, there's more things okay. about it that I like that, that I dislike. So, issue two, we get backstory about Mime and Marionette, what role they play in Adrian Veidt's plan, uh, and why he might have had Rorschach break them out of prison. Uh, we learn more about... Uh, this this new Rorschach, uh, more kind of backstory about him. Um, Not a fan. And uh, some interesting things going on too. We get kind of uh, learn more about events that are yeah. happening in the DCU yeah, yeah. that don't quite make sense to me. Um, and it's making me think that maybe this DCU that we're in is not actually the mainstream DCU. Well, we were just talking about it. I mean, people are protesting Batman and Gotham and and wanting him to reveal his identity and who he is and. You know why he's actually there, and if he's actually human, and then uh, references to something called the Superman theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Superman. I'm sorry, Superman. Yeah, the the Superman theory. No, that's uh, yeah, and and so it's and also some other subtle things which we picked up on. Well, you picked up on it. The yeah. costume. Yeah. Batman's. You want to say something? All right. About so, if if you know the the design right now for Batman, it is more of an armored Batman, and he's got the black bat across his chest. And then he has this thin line of yellow around it. And I'll tell you, I was not a fan of the original um, oval bat with the, the big circle of gold around it. Okay. I, I, I did not like that. All bat. right. To, to me, I, I know why he did it. You know, you know the reason why he did that, right? Well, uh, I know Frank Miller's reason. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, how he had more armor plating behind that because right. it became more of a target when they were going to shoot he, at. He him. gives them a target so they don't shoot at his head. Right. So I, I get that, but for someone who's lurking around at night, it's not that effective. So anyway, so he has this new logo. Well, if you're looking at the Batman, and, and by the way, let me just for those of you not reading Batman, it's a very distinct difference costume. It's a huge because yeah. also you didn't mention the inside of the cape. Oh yeah, it's purple. Yeah. I love that. Kind of a callback to it's that the deep, like purple and real, like royal purple. It's really, really nice. And, and don't you feel it's kind of a callback to, to the, the original, to the Bill Finger design? Yes, his gloves were purple originally. Yeah, it, it is definitely. Well, actually, it's it's a throwback to Bob Kane as well because um, the whole, like I said, the whole inside originally was was purple. So okay. that was you know from hey Bill Finger. Let's give credit where credits. No. I agree. I hey, agree. If, if it were up to Bob Kane, Batman would have been in a red costume wearing, like, a, a domino I, mask. True, true. Wielding gun. Well, he also was wielding guns then, but using them more. But so, you get the idea. Yeah. But, but anyway, but in our, this our, one, our point is the costume in this story. In is this one, it looks almost like Val Kilmer. Wildly different. Do you notice that? From like, the, it's got the gold. It's got the gold emblem. It's, it's like Earth 2. We were, we were talking about that. It looks like an Earth 2 Batman. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're throwing us those hints so right. that we can. Get and I don't, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but in, sure. in issue three, we were talking about Alfred. Alfred's completely different too. Well, it kind of uh, debunks our theory that it's Earth Two Batman because the Earth Two right. Alfred right. 
uh, looks more like kind of a grizzled. He's got a beard. He, he was like a badass MI6. Yeah, you know, he's gonna murder everybody kind of guy. This Alfred resembles more the mainstream DCU right Alfred. You know what's funny is like when we say like Earth Two Alfred, I think of Jeremy Irons. <laughs> okay, because, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know he's the Jeremy Irons totally. And instead, we get Michael Caine. We get the, the Michael Caine. Uh, I, Alfred. Well, no, actually, we probably get the Paul Dini. And to me, yeah. Yeah, it, he's the kind of the, um, uh, who's the actor? David Niven. Uh, yes. If you ever, the, kind of, yeah, he looks, he looks, the yes. al- the Alfred that we're thinking With of looks like. With thin mustache. Yes, and, yes, yeah, yes. The yeah. gentleman Alfred. So there are some clues. I feel like we're getting clues in this story that maybe this is not the DC universe that we think it is. No. And uh, perhaps they're doing that as a way to kind of buffer the mainstream DCU from well, from this story. I'm, you know, I'm not sure. You know, and another sure. thing, too, you know, you think about all the universes and how, how there's this big, giant, widespread. Maybe the Watchmen universe is just the closest to that one. Maybe. You know? Maybe, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't think that it's... I don't think there's a possibility. Like, you know how they keep jumping through all the universes, but, like, you have to have the map, you know, to be able to get through them. I don't think you can jump from World 1 to World 40... So, so what's happened in this book? Just for, uh, just to recap, uh, uh, it's the end of the world as the, we know it. as we know it, and I feel fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the, uh, <laughs> the you know what if if the if you, that would be funny if the news weren't so fucking bleak right now because yeah. it literally we, have you did you see that we in the news? Two minutes to midnight. We are two minutes to midnight, and we're not talking about a comic now, people. Uh, pick up a newspaper. There, the atomic clock is real, and we are literally two minutes. To midnight. It's it's actually. I've got my suit. I'm good to go. It is more disturbing when the atomic clock in the comic book is actually better off than the atomic clock in the real world. That's that's some distressing shit. But anyway, ah, goose fraba, goose fraba, back in back into fantasy. Uh, Issue two. uh, Adrian Vite leads an escape from the Watchmen universe, uh, basically tracking the energy signature of Doctor Manhattan. Uh, following him into the DC universe. Now, like I said, we're not sure which DC universe. I I think I feel like we're being made to believe that is the, the DCU, but there are subtle clues that I'm seeing that are making me think that that it's not. Adrian Veidt, his mission. He is trying to find out what happened to Doctor Manhattan, and he goes to they're the two smartest men he identifies. I thought this was interesting too. What you, would you think about? No, I like this. So, so he identifies the two smartest men uh, in that universe, and he narrows it down to me and you. You're not in that universe. Well, yeah, if we were in that universe, that would be us. He would totally be coming to us. But no, this is the DC universe, my friend. So who who's he he going to? Manhattan. No, no, I don't no. Remember Lex Luthor and Bruce oh, Wayne. Oh, that's right. That's right. And so they he and that Rorschach split right. up. Yes. And so he goes to talk to Lex Luthor, and it sends Rorschach to go talk to Bruce Wayne. Right. Exactly. Um, so so let's talk about some stuff. What did you – so what did you think about the interactions between uh, Lex Luthor and uh, Adrian Veidt? Do anything for you? Do you find it interesting, not uh, interesting? I mean, it's cool. You know, it's one of those where, you know, once again, we're like, oh, my God, you know. That guy is talking to that guy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it wears off. And I, I'm just, I, I'll go in, with, I'll give my negative real quick. Sure, about sure. I'm not a fan of this Rorschach. He sounds okay. like an idiot. I don't think his dialogue's that different, though, from the uh, Are you kidding the original me? Kofax. 
Yeah, but Koufax to me at least could put sentences together. This guy just takes two words. He sounds like the Bane from Batman and Robin. <laughs> I don't know, man. Go back mm. and look at Watchmen again. I mean, yeah, he, he, I know, but uh, Koufax was. I mean, it was like single words sometimes. I don't know. I just there, there's just something about it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Well, there's a mystery here. We, st- what, we, we don't, still don't know. Who, uh, so what do you think? You originally thought, well, maybe it's a DC hero right. who's dressed up as Rorschach. Do you think that now? No. Okay. So we because a, I've read issue three. So we get a clue. We, we get a clue that this guy's name is Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> right. Who, what do you think his significance is? I, I don't know. I think he's just some random guy. Honestly, I think he looked up to Rorschach. I think he was just some random, he's a fanboy who looked up to Rorschach, and after Rorschach was gone, he was like, the world needs Rorschach, you know? Huh. And I think he took the mantle, to be honest with you. What did you think about? I, I like this. So I know you were talking about. Yeah. Neg- what, did you have any more negatives you wanted to? Um, no, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll bash together. I just okay. I'd start there. Um, I I thought I, I wish that they were going to go a little more in, into this. I wasn't sure if, if they were going to do anything with it, but they mention a character. They introduce a, a character kind of off. They mention a character called the Taylor's wife. Yeah. And this is someone in the Watchmen universe who basically, if you want to become a supervillain, she'll. Sew you a costume and give you a name for a price, and I, I just thought that was cool. So she's Edna from The Incredibles. Nuckips, nuckips. My God, you've gotten fat. Yes, she's she's yeah. she's Edna, but I I enjoyed little touches like that because I feel like it expands the universe of of Watchmen. Mm-hmm. The it the story. Um, there is uh, also the whole bank robbery scene. Uh, oh I, yeah, I, I I thought that was that was well done. Uh, there's elements of kind of dark comedy. Yeah, in there. Uh, since Chris gets upset when I say black comedy for some reason, uh, racist. Uh, so marionette chopping off the bank manager's finger, and you, then how do you open? The, use it? How do you open the vault? <laughs> it's a handprint. Huh? <laughs> Which hand? <laughs> this one, the one missing the finger. Well, like, crap! Son of a bitch. Um. So I I like that. And I'm noticing w- with what they're doing with the story, and we, we can kind of dip in and out of issues two and three and kind of lump them yeah, together. No, 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 uh, I notice what they're doing in the same way that in the original Watchmen, they were intercutting this pirate story. Yeah. They're doing the same thing in this story with this black and white kind of hard-boiled detective story. Uh-huh. And I haven't quite figured out what the significance of the character is. Uh, of of inserting here, this guy. is, I have no idea. But you remember in Watchmen, the pirate story that was that was a metaphor, right, for kind of what Adrian Veidt was doing. So I have a feeling that I, I'm hoping, I'm optimistic that all will be revealed. Um, okay, let's talk real quick. What did you think about the reveal at the end of two, dude, of issue two, dude, Return of the Comedian? What what's your feeling about that? Uh, I'm 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 very happy actually that they've brought him back. But remember what I told you? I was like, well, you know, they're missing some of my favorite characters. They're missing some of the great opportunities because he's dead and, you know, but they they brought him back. Right, so right, right. So I'm wondering, I wonder if he's going to have any, like, you know, adverse, refe- you know, the reflex when he comes back. You know, all of a sudden he starts, like, eating people or, you know, because the guy's technically dead. So... Are you, are you worried about him becoming a zombie? Well, maybe a zombie, or he's he's a some kind of demon or monster well, no, or, or it, something. It appears from the comic book that actually Doctor Manhattan saved him. But it appears. 
you want a zombie. No, no, uh, no. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I think it'd be really (laughs) stupid if they went that way. But but my thing is, is like, you know, that's that's the geek in me. I'm like, okay, he was actually dead. Are they going to go that way? (laughs) They found him on top of a car. You know, I mean. I'm going to go on record and say I don't think he's going to be a zombie comedian. that's good. That's good. I'll tell you how I feel. I will say one thing that was dumb, though. Yeah, sure. Uh, Adrian knocked out one of his teeth. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he totally got a full smile. Did he go get dental work beforehand, or did Manhattan go, hey, let me fix that. Well, there you go, gay. Manhattan's transported him into the DC universe. It's a much brighter, cleaner universe. So he gets all of his teeth? They probably have free health care there. I don't know. Um, I don't like that they brought him back, honestly. This is one of the things I did not like about this story. Yeah, um, because I, I, I feel like Watchmen, it's such... It's such a sacred cow. You got to be careful with how you play around with this. Yeah, you, but you, I think you, you, you need be... Eddie, though. I really do. I I will say I don't like it, but I am going to keep an open mind and see what they do with it. Uh, Doctor Manhattan would not have saved the comedian without a specific purpose, right? And I totally agree with that. And the writers, so Jeff Johns is would not have Doctor Manhattan save the comedian without a dramatic purpose in mind. So so yeah, I, I am I'm still on board with this. I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh there's more that I like than what I don't like. Um your thoughts about hey, we got Batman and Rorschach meeting mm-hmm. well, Rorschach light, basically. We got Batman oh, and yeah, Rorschach yeah. meeting up. What how, how what are your feelings about that? I mean, is I think it's kind of them looking at one another and and you ate my pancakes. Y- you know, like I said, I, I thought love it, that moment. I thought it was funny, but like for me, it's Batman almost looking in a mirror and seeing if he went a little bit further, he'd be Rorschach. He he. What, what do you think about the the end of issue three? Him getting locked away at Arkham. Who? Batman locks away Rorschach and Arkham. Thank you. I yeah. wanted to make sure. Yes. Um, I think that honestly is is Bruce being Bruce, where he doesn't believe anybody, and he's like, okay, I believe you, air quotes, and he goes, come on, let's go and find him, and then he goes, you belong in here. You're nuts. I find it a little disturbing that it's just that, (laughs) so it's just that easy, huh? You just, (laughs) Batman can just walk you right into Arkham, no commitment papers, no no assessment, qualified psychiatrist. How could he get in there? I'm Batman. Oh, okay, good enough for me. (laughs) <laughs> right, it's so that that's a little disturbing to me, and uh, I, I kind of didn't like that. Well, here's the other thing too: is just because he's in there doesn't mean he's in there under Arkham's watch. Maybe that like is an abandoned part of Arkham, and he just locked him in there. How many other people has Batman done this to? I don't, I don't think I like that. It's like you're crazy. I'm gonna lock you up. I, I, I don't think I care for that. Well, but maybe he's doing it for a partial time. You know, I mean, we don't really know. Yeah, I, I don't. It I don't could be like up to seventy. I, I don't like that. I I, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like the I, Batman Baker Baker acting people. Honestly, I I think that, um, I think Batman is doing it so that way he can kind of get the facts together. However, he could have left him. See, here's the thing. I think he didn't want to leave him in in uh, Wayne Manor because what if he went nuts and he killed Alfred? You know what I mean? He's what if threatened. he What if he pooped in the corner? Well. That's fine. He looks like the kind of guy who would poop in the corner. Oh, he looked like the guy who poop on the bed. But <laughs> you know, but my thing is, is what if he's like, okay, well, I I can't keep him, you know, I can't keep him around family. I got to keep him somewhere so I can get this all taken care of, and I can't trust him. It just seems unlike 
so if if we're, let's assume that this is the mainstream DCU, right? Right. So this is a Batman who has enlisted the help of Clayface, a a very dangerous criminal, a well known, a yeah. well known dangerous yeah. criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Yet, so you're going to give him a second chance. Yet this person, that as far as you know, different world, has not committed any crime. Different world. Yeah, I know. I know. That's All exactly. Right. All right. But has not committed any crime other than just broke into your house and is trying to get you to read his journal of scribble. But I also think it and might ate be, your pancakes. But also, I think it's kind of dangerous too because he was able to find his way in. And, you know, and he's also... Isn't he worried that he's going to, like, tell people that Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same Maybe person? Maybe that's why he locked him up. But why lock him up in Arkham? He's going to be... He's going to tell everybody. But if he's crazy, do you think anybody's going to believe him? I don't know that I would take the chance of one of my rogues gallery... But let's say that you... What do you mean? I mean, Doctor uh, Hugo Strange knew? And yeah. he's he's nuts. I don't know. Well, anyway, but people that, don't that's, believe him either. That, that's that's one thing I didn't. All like, right, but. so let's keep going. Anyhow, yeah, we got, we got so much to talk about. Overall, I think we are both in agreement that while there are some things we don't like, yeah. overall it's an enjoyable ride, and and, and we want to read more. Okay, okay. So uh, you you had some stuff you wanted to share. All right. What, what so are you reading? I read a uh, comic book series called King's Watch. Okay. Okay. And this is done by Dynamite Comics. Dynamite! There it is. This was actually done back in uh, 2013 is what it looks like. So, it is written by Jeff Parker. And, you know, the art is done by uh, Mark Lemming and color your homework. is done by Jordan Boyd. I'm so proud of you. See, I did a good job. So, this is actually kind of cool because this this plays off kind of my heartstrings. This, this is, you know... I was like, oh, this, so, this is your childhood. I man. was so pumped to read this. So these are the OGs. We get kind of a little bit of a Justice League of the original 40s uh, superheroes. So what happens is the Earth has these mysterious portals that are opening and these monsters are actually coming out and people are looking and they have no idea why they're there. Um so here I'll g- actually give you a. There is is a jungle. In H- have Africa. you mentioned yet? I'm sorry. The, nope, the stars. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm oh, going okay. to building up, build up. Sorry. So, um, one of them is in the Bengala jungle, and the hunters are going through, and this giant reptilian comes out and kills an elephant, and comes to find out that is the home of the Phantom. So the Phantom is trying to figure out why they're there. Nice. Another one appears. The ghost who walks. That is. It is the ghost who walks. And another one appears. It's actually um, in an area, uh, New Haven, Connecticut. And in New Haven, Connecticut, Flash Gordon is just getting... Flash! So Save every one of us! I'm sorry. Thank you for saving every one of us. You're welcome. Oh, we acknowledge. Anyway, um, so Fla- this is a younger Flash. This is... Um, is he still a quarterback for the New York Jets? No, he's not a quarterback for the New York Jets. However, he's like billionaire philanthropist, playboy, you know. He's Iron Man? Well, he's done every sport possible. Like, he's done every sport to the Olympic level. And he's just like, once he gets to the Olympic level, he just goes, eh, I don't want to do it anymore. I bet you he hasn't done Flunkerton. Probably not. So, anyway, so he goes and does it, you know, and, and he's doing all this stuff. And, and his next thing was... He wants to go into outer space, and he gets with this doctor who has created a ship that can go up and then land, 
is the is the doctor's name uh, Zarkov? Yes. Yeah. It is yeah. Is Dale Arden in it? Did they uh, mention Dale? So it's his main squeeze. No, uh, I don't think so. So anyway, so they're dealing with that, and then there's a third one, and it is a mystical realm, and they hire or they hire, but uh, one of the people who are trying to take care of it is Mandrake the magician. Now I'm I'm less right. familiar with. So this let me guy. let me show you. So Mandrake the magician. He kind of looks like Zatara, but he's like the original, you know, Sorcerer Supreme. So, um, it, just for those of us that aren't aware, uh, Zatara is a DC Comics character. Uh, basically, he's the father of Zatanna. If you picture what he looks like, uh, stage magician wears a tux, top hat, does magic tricks. Yeah, pretty there much. You go. Pretty much. And you know what's kind of cool? So, they have this villain who is opening these portals, right? And you know what he's called? The Cobra. Look at him. Cobra! I, I talk like that the entire time. So Were he, you hearing Cobra Commander's voice the whole time you were actually, reading Actually, he looks like, uh, remember Supreme, the Supreme Leader? With all the gold and, um, what was his name from G.I. Joe? Remember in the movie? Oh, Serpentor. Yeah, he looks like Serpentor. Yeah, he does, he does look like Serpentor. So, well, anyway, so Cobra is trying to open up these portals and he wants to release the Master and he keeps saying the Master, the Master, the Master. Well, it comes to find out these portals open up onto planet Mongo. Mongo, like small pebble in Game of Life. Wrong guy. Oh, anyway, Wrong Mongo? Sorry. Yes. So, planet Mongo is the home planet. Candy Grandpa Mongo. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I just... Can, will you let me get it out of my get system? Candy Grandpa Mongo. Candy Grandpa Mongo. Me, Mongo. Mongo like candy. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't shoot him. If you shoot him, you'll just make him mad. Okay. All right. Got it out of my system. Had to be done. Sorry. All right. Go. All right. So, these open to Planet Mongo. And, of course, who is the ruling leader off of Planet Mongo? Would it be Ming the Merciless? That would be Ming the Merciless. So, what Ming is trying to do is actually take over the Earth. And, believe it or not, he starts invading. Clytus, I'm bored. So what plaything do you have for me? So it ends up, you know, how they're able to shut these down and how to actually fight, you know, Ming and, and what they do. And actually, this is, um, I think, a new retelling of the story of Flash Gordon and, and Ming, how they actually come come together. So um, I I like this comic. Like I said, it was really interesting to me. Um, I want to show you the, the suits because I was like. You know, Phantom obviously looks like Phantom. He's he's purple, and they actually did purple the, with the uh, the domino mask. But they did the uh, the blue and black striped shorts. so oh, okay. that's pretty common. Um, he has Devil and he has Hero. Um, Those are his uh, his horse. Devil, and his dog. Devil is the the wolf. Okay, and then uh, Hero is his horse. Okay, so um, you know, and then Mandrake the magician. He looks like a stage magician. Um, you know, he's got his little suit on and or you know tuxedo and whatnot but flash they do something that is actually kind of neat and i'm trying to find it because i even looked and i was like i was like all right um is there a way that i can find this t-shirt look at this it's black and then it's just got like the red yeah. kind of v on it and i was like and i was like you know you know what it reminds me of honestly huh. next generation uniforms it star kinda, trek kind of does yeah. Yeah. yeah so but that's you know like mandrick the magician he kind of looks like the red hood without the the red hood right right so, right so but um awesome comic if you guys want to learn like i said these these are the original superheroes these, the these are the ones that you know started 
taken away. Well, of... you know what, Chris? I don't know if you if you plan this or not, but what is our the theme for our season? We are adventurers. We're adventurers, and these guys. I don't even know that you could. They don't all classify as superheroes. No, I mean they're adventurers. I mean no, because Phantom is just you know a guy, and they're like, oh, he's the ghost who walks. Why is he the ghost who walks? Because he can't die. Well, well, as he, far as they know, as, as far, far as, as far they, as they know. know, he does die. However, if he has a child, the child takes over. But but all of these characters, though, with the exception of I think the of Phantom Mandrake. Phantom probably comes the closest yeah. to being a superhero. But the rest of these guys, they're adventurers. Yeah. So this fits right in with our theme. Oh yeah, then. no, I totally agree. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Hey. Um. Oh, where can you find this? Uh, like I said, I I found it on Comicsology, so oh, we were able right. to do that. Awesome. But um. I'm sure you go to any of your local comic stores. If you're in our area, go to Famous Faces and Funnies and ask them. I'm, I know they'll be able to find it. it. It won't take long. But So it's Dynamite Comics, and it's called The King's Watch. Tell them the Just Us Nerds podcast sent you. Please do, actually. And bring money. Bring money. All right. Um, great. I, I got to talk about this because uh, this has been uh, – I, I, I was so tickled by this. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you read this or not. Uh, it's Batman issue thirty-seven. Uh, uh, I think I did. So it's it's Batman issue thirty-seven, and it's actually part two of a story called Super Friends. And so the writers Tom King and the artists are Clay Man and Alvaro Martinez. Clay Man. Clay. Man. No, no, no. Clay Man. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Not Clay Man. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Is he related to uh, yeah, right. Clayface? Uh, you can find this for uh, three ninety nine in your local comic I book store. I did see this, or this I did read this. Did you read? This? I loved. I loved it. I lo- this was this was a a break off of the normal story. It's a breather. It's it like, very uh, light and fluffy. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. It is, and and it was just a great character exploration. So, um, if you get this story. And you really don't need to read part one. You can appreciate the story just uh, getting it on its own if you want to. It's available on Comixology. But, uh, you know, th- this basically depicts Batman, Catwoman, Superman, and Lois going on a double date. Now, of course, you know, but it's Bruce, Clark, Selina, and Lois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, yeah. all going oh, out. Sure, sure. And the only thing that they could agree on was going to the fair. Going to the fair. And I love this more than anything in the world because. They walk up to the fair, and they're like, uh, we need four tickets. And they're like, sorry, can't let you in. Sorry, folks, park's closed. Moose out front should have told you. No, and actually, it was open, but he's like, why? And he's like, well, it's superhero night. You can't come in unless you're dressed like a superhero. And literally, they all kind of, like, they all look at each other like, god damn it, you know? And I, I thought it was really of funny. All the luck. You know what it reminds me of is uh, Batman Returns. Yeah, remember the masquerade party? And yeah, the only people who don't show up in costume are Bruce and Selena. Right. So right, for right, me, right. I, like they look and they're like, "Well, God damn it, you know." And they're... and and what does Lois Lane suggest? Well, well, why don't we get into our suits? However, you got a costume, and you, you got, got a costume. costume, and she's like, "I'll think of something." But I love it more than anything. So so we've got Batman now dressed up. Well, hold on. Oh, so sorry. That, that's sorry. the thing that I I I really loved because they could have went in their own suits. Right, they right. could have went in their own costumes. Right, and, right, and you know, it'd have been like, oh, well, I guess I'm going as Batman. Whoop, oh, I'm gonna smell, you know, be Batman again. But they would be recognizable. They would be too, too recognizable. Right. So what do they do? Uh, 
<laughs> I love this. <laughs> Lois Lane, and I love the conversation leading up to it. So basically, I love that the girls are the ones planning it, and the guys are kind of like just standing there, you know, like right, wow. yeah. And it's very well, typical of double dating. Lois Lois Lane basically suggests, well, if you have a costume, Bruce and and Clark, you have a costume, and you'd be too recognizable in your costumes. Why don't you swap? So basically, you got and Bruce looks. He goes, I don't like it. No, he's like, I, I don't like this. His whole part in the conversation, yeah. no. And and everyone's, you know, Clark's like, oh yeah, that 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 could maybe be fun. And 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 the whole time, Bruce, no. And I love Selena. She looks at him, and you know what's funny is I really see my relationship. And it, she looks and she goes, well, that's cute, but you're doing it like that, and you're like. What my fiance, she says yeah. something like, "What my what, my fiance, what my fiance is, tr- is, trying, is, to is say. trying to say yeah. is that he realizes that his uh, fiance is starved, and he's going to do whatever he has to do right. in order Ex- to make her happy." Exactly. So I like I love that. So they switch, and you did know, you love the bat Clark? He puts his glasses. Uh, he puts his glasses on over the Batman cowl. He doesn't need them. It's great. It's it's a costume within a costume. I know who I am. I'm the dude that's playing the dude that's dressed up like another dude. Yeah, exactly. I, and I love this. Um, I do like the line that you have here. Yeah. Um, it, my my favorite moment. Or yeah. 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 So, so so when they're getting changed into their costumes, there's a moment where so Clark hands uh, Bruce his costume and goes, "The S stands for hope." And he and like he looks at him and he's like, "Man," <laughs> and he hands him the suit and Bruce looks back at him and he goes. The bat stands for a bat. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he gives it back to him. Like, oh, that, like he's like, so, take that, jackass. I, I, I love that. I love that. And how about how Selena? You know, so so you got one person without a costume, right? Because and Lois, it's Selena without Lois, a costume. Lois Lane puts on Selena's, the Catwoman costume. Yeah. Catwoman puts on Lois's dress, and she just totally charms the pants off. Yeah, the, that's exactly the what happens. It's like, because it's like if. Catwoman wants to get into a place. She gets into it. She's going to get into a yeah. place. Yeah. So, you know what? And you know what I love, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that when they're walking around, people are looking at them, they're like, your costume's not that nice. You know? And they're like, you look fake. And, and I'm like, you son of a bitch, that's a real thing. It's so funny because it's kind of poking fun at us, the fans, because we are so damn nitpicky. Yeah, we are. We we're are. Just and those like, are the actual suits, you know? And they're like, like if the real Superman yeah. were walking, oh, God, look at look at that. That is so uh, just... Who are you? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Yeah. Uh, I really like this because with all of the super seriousness, it's nice to have just kind of a a nice, silly, but also personal story. Well, you know what I like, too, is they both have children. So this is kind of a night without the kids. That's right. That's You know what, Chris? I didn't even make that connection. But this was them being a chance to like, all right, well, you know, we'll kind of do that. And and I got to give it to the writer because they managed to, you know, this is every bit a story. It's every bit as much a story about the relationship between Batman and Superman as it is about the relationship between Batman and and Selena, yep. as it is between the relationship between Lois and Clark. Yeah, and you know what I like too, and I, I will say that this is one of those comics that's like, like I said, it's refreshing. I might read this again. Yeah, I, I have, I yeah. have. It's just been, yeah. it's fun. It's just fun. And what about when they're in the batting cage? Oh, in there. That's great. You know, and I love it because Bruce is sitting there and he's like, "I bet you I can hit one off of you like that." And he's like, "Uh-uh." And the rest of the night, they're talking about like Superman's like, "No, that's Im- that's impossible. He couldn't hit one." My- I Jonathan can't even hit one off of me. Yeah. And then Bruce is like, well, if he threw it too fast, the ball would fall apart. 
that wouldn't count as a strike. Right. So he's got to moderate his speed. Right. So I think I could get him. If I mean, and he's like, I think I can get you. And what happens in the end? At the end, he gets it. Batman hits, hits one off of Superman. Yeah. And he kind of looks at him. He's like, told you. And uh, no, it's it's great. Uh, it's just it's great to see also Clark and Bruce getting along. No, that for was once. another thing too. They weren't fight like they were. They were. It wasn't sparring. It wasn't fighting. It was like a little bit of arguing. It was guy stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know when you go out, like when we go out. Uh-huh. It's like if we're you know if we're playing I don't know skee ball or right. or going to you. batting cage or you know it's just friendly yep. guy stuff. Friendly friendly banter. Yeah. And at the end of the issue, you got an idea that these guys may not entirely understand each other, mm-hmm. but they. They respect each other. Yeah, I think that's it. They that's they, it. Res- they respect. What each didn't other. you like about this? I mean, it's it, there isn't little. Nothing. There's. No, I, I mean, it was just fun. It's hard to pick at this. Right. You have you have something here. Did I? Oh oh oh. Um. Oh yeah. You know what? And just in talking about but, it, it's a minor gripe. But I it's, think. But I can solve this for it's you. It's a minor nitpick. I'm just wondering. So, so the whole time he's putting on his his Clark act, he's being basically Christopher Reeve. The uh, the Clark Kent the super dork kind of super dork. I, I was just wondering, why is he doing it? Because Bruce knows who he is. Selena knows who he is. Why why put on an act? You why not know? just be him? Yeah yeah sure. It's for everybody else. Do you, do you think so? I, he's at the fair, and I think he's doing that because... He's dressed up as Batman. Who the hell's going to recognize it, him? It doesn't matter, though, because he's out in public. And remember, he does it all the time, so it might It's just probably just second nature second to nature. him. Or, or... Right. That's really how he is. Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe that's really how maybe he is. Maybe he's a giant dork. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But your explan- your first explanation makes you know, more, like, more like sense said, to me. Like I said, it's it's for everybody else. And I think that also helps with him fitting in where people look and they go, your Batman costume looks wrong. You're too short. You know, you're hunched over. Da 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 da. You know, because, no one would think that he's the right. real Batman too if he's kind of hunched down and being dorky and right. pushing his Wearing glasses, glasses up. And, and, yeah, you know, everything yeah. like that. So that was, you know, the way that I looked at it. I I really enjoyed this. I think if you're looking for something that's a little more on the lighter side, it's not super serious. They're not dealing with world-ending stuff. It's just a smaller story that does some good character comparisons in an intimate setting. Uh, go check out uh, B- Batman issue 37, uh, part two of Super Friends. All right, let's do some movie talk. Yeah. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. This episode was Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Someday she just can't get rid of a bomb. So I don't know if you heard about this first story. I didn't know. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, so I don't know if this is going to be one of those things that you're like, I don't didn't know that I needed this, or if it's more kind of like, uh, I don't know that I released? want this. No, no, it's... Uh, well, the, the trailer. Tra- the trailer's been released. The full trailer. It's a teaser trailer. So we got a teaser trailer for a movie called Dundee, Son of a Legend, and it's the sequel to the 1986 classic... Crocodile Dundee. Well, now, not they're gonna, not what they're going to be able to do, right? You know, one thing they're not going to be able to do. What? Do you remember how he checked to see if uh, that girl was a guy or not? Oh yeah. Hey, so hey, that's a bloke. That's a bloke dressed up like a sheila. You can't do that. 
Can't do that anymore. Can't no, do that no, anymore. you couldn't get away with that joke Can't anymore. Can't do that anymore. No, no, not with the climate. No. What well, do you think might, about this? They so, might get offended with the knives too. They get, may, how, get offended with the knives. What oh, do you mean? Yeah. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Oh, he's got a weapon. <laughs> Sam, telling you, dude. So, so here's the breakdown, buddy. I didn't know I needed this. Danny like, McBride. Okay, Mr. Eastbound and Down uh-huh. is playing Crocodile Dundee's obnoxious, overweight American son. I'm out. <laughs> That's it. I'm bailing. I'm, I'm out. I'm out, dude. That was I'm the out. sound of Chris. I'm out. I'm out. What, what if I told you Chris Hemsworth's in this? Thor. You're still out? Why? Well, I guess he's he's playing in the teaser trailer. He is like the person who's meeting... Uh, Dundee's son at the airport, and he's like, "Yo, Dundee, the son of Crocodile Dundee." Yeah, Yo, Dundee. Like he keeps asking him, like he's not, he's not sure. Well, maybe, maybe if Hemsworth was playing Dundee, I could kind of get it. Yeah, yeah, but I think they're going for that whole. So thing. does that mean that Hogan's dead? No, no. Uh, it's been I've read about this. Paul Hogan is going to be in the movie. Okay. The original, the original Crocodile Dundee. Is he? Gonna be? Are they gonna do like a Steve Irwin death for him or what? No, I didn't, why does he? Why, why are you assuming he's gonna be the, dead? Those are the two Australians that I know. Leave me alone. No, he's missing. He's he's missing, and so his son has to go look for him. Why did he go missing? He's probably probably going on walkabout. To all of our Australian fans, I apologize if I'm <sighs> murdering your accent. I I do find your uh, your accent just uh, enthralling. So. Yeah, I'll be honest, Chris. I don't know how I feel about I, this. Yeah. Uh, I it feels to me a little desperate, honestly. This is a cash grab. It, it it is. It does feel very much like a cash grab. And and I'm not I'm not gonna say. Listen, I think Danny McBride is funny. I oh, do. He's hilarious. But yeah, not not for this. It, not it, for this. It feels to me like Hollywood has become so risk averse, broken, that they're just looking at, hey. That worked once. Let's try that. Remember this? Nostalgia. Hey, you like... Actually, Revenge of the Nerds. And they got halfway through it. They did like three days of filming, and they canceled it right then and there. They were like, this is bad. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, let's not waste more time oh, on this. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on to the next story. This sounds awesome. I read this article today. Isn't it funny, though, how this is essentially the same thing? You realize it's the same thing, but it's awesome because it's dealing with a property that yeah, I think is more... Yeah, but it's more... the original... So, so here's the deal. Uh, we don't. This is not confirmed yet. Okay. Uh, this is not confirmed by the studio. Okay. MGM hasn't confirmed it. But Ed Nurenmeyer, who wrote the 1987 uh, RoboCop, has revealed that he's working with MGM on to the film. It's going to ignore other movies in the in the franchise, right, so, including the reboot. So we're not going to have a drug dealing kid wearing a suit. You know, and some weird robot with the guy's brain and, and eyeballs attached into it. We're not getting that, buddy. No, that is out of wait, out of continuity. Do you mean that that no Robo Ninja neither. Wait, do you mean that RoboCop's not gonna have a jetpack anymore and also have that weird gun gauntlet thingy that he had? Hey, m- might not. I don't. I don't know. I mean, who who's to say anything's up for grabs at this point? Wait, are they gonna put him in timeout where they just take away his body and all that's left is his hand and his head? Did they do that? Was they that did th- that in the new reboot? Was that a thing? Did you did ever they see do- the new I, reboot? I never saw the new reboot. So he he tries to escape, and they like put him in kind of a timeout, and they press this button, and literally it takes his suit away, and all he's left is his his head, his spinal cord, his heart, his lungs, and his hand. I never saw the reboot, so you I can't I, I can't like judge that. I will tell you that reboot I actually enjoyed. I I I'll, you know I'll have it to. It was not the first one though. It was nowhere near the first movie. Well. 
what made that movie so great was, aside from just the over-the-top action, was it was probably one of the best satires on American culture it I've really ever seen. It really was. You know, like, um, you know, and, and then also, too, you've got some actors, like um, the guy who plays uh, Clarence Boddicker, uh, Red Foreman. Oh, my God. that Yeah. He is... What's his name? Curtis. Curtis. Yeah, yeah. And he is so evil, and just the way that he portrayed it... Dripping with evil. You know, he's like... Give him a hand, and he blows his hand off with a shotgun. See, and... I got this problem. Cops don't like me, so I don't, don't like cops. You know, and that's okay. Tell me, can you fly, Bobby? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, dude. You know? Such a good bad and then, guy. Um, I, I always forget the guy's name, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look him up. He was Who? the black guy in the gang. Oh, the guy that. <laughs> I I loved that guy. He had like this hyena kind of laugh. He had like this high laugh. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. you know, he got a new toy, you know, and he's got that yeah, big-ass gun, yeah. and then they blow up his car, you know, and he's like, Hey, Clarence! Clarence! Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, they, we also had one of the most gruesome deaths I've ever seen in oh, my was, entire life. Well, it was, and it was, you know, it was all what, Paul... What am I talking about? Vander, well, when RoboCop gets killed, or, or no, when the guy no. gets killed by Ed 209. no. Not worse, at all. Worse than that? Yeah. Do you remember the guy who gets the um, the acid dumped on him? Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was pretty bad. I mean, that's that's that was fucking nasty. Yeah, yeah that's hit pretty, by the bus. And, pretty bad. You pretty know, bad. Squirts all over the place. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. They need to bring that guy back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where that guy is. Um. Yeah. So so nothing's confirmed yet. But, but here's my question. Yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna play? Oh no, they gotta go Peter Weller. Yeah, but he's old. So what? Do you think he's gonna be able to run? You don't need him to run. You could make. You could totally make a completely CGI character. First of all, he wears a suit, so you don't actually. He doesn't even have to work out for the role. I, I hope he does. Honestly, I would love to have Weller's back. But, oh, I, I would love to have Peter Weller back as well. But Robocop. my, like I said, my thing is, is you know, old bro. Long, long in the tooth, huh? So you know, it, if you're if you're gonna go back to the well, he's I gonna say, look like Darth Vader when go, they took off the helmet. Go, I say go full throttle. I mean, they just Benjamin Button him, yeah, Benjamin you know, Button him. Just just do the Benjamin Button thing. Um, but anyway, it's it, unfortunately it's kind of in one way more confirmation that out of ideas. Yeah, but like, there are some things where I'm like, okay, I'm good with it. <laughs> okay, I'm good. With it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do but, that. But, but but do that. Do that. Like Ghostbusters, they shouldn't have touched. Don't that. don't do that. Don't do that. Goonies. Do that. Well. A con- how about a continuation of I'm, Goonies? I'm good with the continuation, but don't retell it. Don't retell it. Don't no, retell no, no. it. Um, Short Circuit. Don't retell it. Don't retell it. Um, Gremlins. They're doing a new one. Right. And I don't want them. To don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> don't do that. Back to the Future. Don't do it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um, We'll look at Wild Wild West. Don't touch it. You shouldn't have touched it. Shouldn't don't touch it. it. It's funny. It's with, like you're describing. Top Gun like, too. How many times did I hear that during my childhood? Right. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't they're touch doing it. Top Gun too. I'm okay with that. I. Ugh, As, I don't know. They're not rebooting it. It's a continuation. I know, but I don't need some millennials trying to fly an airplane and be like He's texting on his phone. You know, <laughs> he's like, Goose, what are you doing? Sending a Snapchat. You know. You know, I just realized nobody laughs harder at my jokes than me. And it's like I, 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 I really, I really gotta stop. <laughs> I laugh at your jokes. You, you laugh at my jokes, but I think I'm like, I'm like the first one to laugh at my own jokes, it's and there's something right. messed up but, about that. Yeah. So all right. All right. Let, let, let's move on. So um, yeah, it's m- gonna be kind of one sided. Did you? Did, did I actually agree with your list? Well, okay. so 
we can go over each one and we right, can talk about sure, it. Sure, sure. All right. So just how about I go through my list. You let me know if I hit one that's on your list. All of them. Okay. So uh, what movies are you looking forward uh, to in the 2018? Yeah. Yeah. So here's Jay's picks. Do you want to start at 10 and work our way up? It's not in any particular order. Okay. I didn't. I didn't order them in uh, in no particular order. Okay. So yeah, uh, I didn't order them by priority or by release date. So obviously, Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, good God! Very excited for that. Well, this is a culmination. You know, this is finally the it's this a completion is the of a journey. This is the exclamation point at the end of a sentence. You know, I like that. Oh like uh, yeah, yeah, mm. man, it is. It's totally. It's like uh, Avengers. Yeah. Exclamation point. Exit. No, I like that. No, I agree. Um, and that comes out May 4th, 2018. Yeah. Uh, There's something like a 47 people cast to this damn thing. And those are like the main characters. Expensive. Expensive. You know, I was like, plus the CGI, plus all the effects they're doing, plus everything else, I'm, plus the sets, plus, I mean, I'm. it's just insane. This is going to be a massive undertaking. And if they can pull it off, if you can tell an ensemble story yeah. and make it good, yeah. then the Russo brothers... Have have really? I mean, they they've, they will have accomplished something no, amazing. And then DC needs to grab them after they're done. And yeah, DC needs to be like, hey guys, uh, let me just back up a dump truck full of money to your house yeah. and just make the rest yeah. of our, our. Hey Ben, movies. can you back that thing up for us, please? Yeah, exactly. Miller backing that damn dump truck. Up. Exactly. Yeah, so. Um, Black Panther. I can't wait. Really excited for Black. You know Panther. what's funny? This was a character that I, I cared about, but not as much. And it's another one where I'm like, I really want to see this. Did, I'm really interested. Did Civil War change that for you? Um, yeah, you know what? I just I did not know how they were going to do Black Panther. I was like, it's gonna look like Batman. I was like, it's gonna be really weird. And then they did, you know, they Marvelized him, and he looks awesome. And and he's a completely no a com- completely different motivation, completely yeah. different character. Yeah, no, so I he's agree. he's gonna be very well, distinct. The Ultimate Avengers. He was trying to. Um, you remember the Ultimate Avengers series? His father was assassinated, and he was actually going there for help. He needed help from the Avengers, so it kind of it's close. Okay, okay. Um, that comes out February sixteenth, yeah. two thousand eighteen. Ready Player One. All right, I have good and bad with this. Holy shit! All right, I'm, I'm super stoked for this. Okay, all right, super stoked. But you know what my bad part is? What? I think I'm going to get a headache looking at all the references. Because like, I'm gonna that's all I'm gonna look at. Your brain's gonna implode well, on the itself. Well the problem is is I don't think I'm gonna be able to pay attention to the story because I'm gonna be like look at the Hulk is playing with the thing. Oh. The nerd part of my brain is going into seizures. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my god, the nineteen sixty six Batmobile is going against the bandit, you know, and uh, I don't know if Hey buddy, I'm gonna be right there with you. I know we well, I plan I we need to we're going to go see that yeah, together. Yeah. We need um, to go with the ogre, and very, all three of us can go. Very exciting. Um, March 30th, 2018. I don't know why I keep saying the year, because we're talking about the year that... We, we know it's 2018. We know it's 2018. Keep going, yeah, bud. Okay. Um, Deadpool 2, May 18th. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. The first one was enjoyable. I think it's going to be okay. This will determine the direction of the franchise. I agree, because he got, mar- he got bought by Disney, so... Well, but remember, though... This film was in the can before right, Disney right. bought it. They weren't reshoots. They could have done a number of things. They could have done re-editing. We don't know. Uh, Disney, if you're smart, you'll leave the, those people alone and let them do their thing because Deadpool was it was fine as it was, and um, and it, th- this is going to make or break for me. Uh, yeah, this is going to determine the whole. See, you, know, you know what I love franchise. about this? We've got a guy in there 
playing two different Marvel characters, and it's totally acceptable. I know, I know, I know. There's and so yeah, so we got Josh Brolin playing both Cable and playing Thanos. Thanos. Oh, yeah. that's that's crazy. But, but world, man. Because Thanos is all CGI. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Right, you know, they, right. Could have done anything they wanted. So I'm I'm stoked. I think it's going to be a cool story. Um, they've changed things, but they might have changed them for the good. Um, I know there's going to be giant nerd references, comic book references, so I'm excited for that. Uh, Incredibles 2. Oh, dude, I'm going to feel... All right. Did you know this was coming? Yes, yeah, and I, I've seen this meme that's going around, and I, I totally agree with it. It says, um, this is me sitting around watching a, a, Incredibles 2, and it's Billy Madison sitting on the in the uh, story time carpet with all the kids. <laughs> like that. I was like, You're right. I'm like, yeah, that's going to be us. I'm, I'm, so did you hear how this movie's going to take place? No, no, you you know more about so it than I do. So this movie takes place literally right after the first movie. Does it? Yes. Uh, that, that's funny. I, I was hoping they would do kind of a time jump, but okay, go yeah. ahead. So now it's going to be them training their kids and doing all that, and finally Jack-Jack has powers. And right, right. Oh, boy, does he have powers. He's got, like, heat vision. He's, he's like got... a, well, I think he's a mimic. Okay. I think All he's right. a mimic, personally. Yeah, because yeah. Because he's got everything. Like a mystique sort of thing. Yeah, so... We can copy people's powers, not yeah, just... He yeah. just copies it. Well, he'd be more of like an Amazo. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, but, yeah, um, and everybody is coming back in. And we're also getting some new people, too, so... Um, I was I was just looking at it today, and I'm I'm like I said I'm I'm really excited for this. I was cool. I was I was excited for it. Uh, June fifteenth, if if I didn't say yes. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, dude, I'm down. I'm down. I, I love the first Ant Man. Did you hear that people are having an issue with this movie though? No. What 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 do they have an issue with? So they have an issue with the Wasp suit. I thought that was cool. She's got a wasp on her chest. No, doesn't have a wasp on her chest. She do, she totally has a wasp yeah, on her chest. You know what their issue is? What? Why does she have to have boob armor? Because if you get shot in the tit, it'll hurt. Yeah, but they're like, why can't you just make it look like regular armor? And why does it have to look like a woman? Well, I, th I think they made it look that way to, for the uh, Hornet design. But uh, really, people have a problem with this. They're, they're having an issue with it. They're like blowing up over it. Honestly, really? Shut the fuck up. Man, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, right. You know what? It's stupid shit like that that I look at it and I'm like, seriously? Well, okay, hang on. All right, we had the Justice Nerds podcast. We we got we got an open mind about stuff. So, do you have an opinion about this? Yeah. If you feel it's sexist, we want to hear from you. I want to hear your point of view. Email us at justusnerdspc at gmail dot com. I mean, you know, we'll hear you out. I mean, we might disagree with you. Yeah, but no, no, no. I agree. This is a discussion. At least this is our preliminary assessment of the situation. Yeah, I don't get it. It says Hollywood has a boob armor problem and it needs to stop. Huh? Here, let me show. Let me show you the image that they're they're showing. Um, let me see if I can find Welcome it. to the side boob hour. Does this side boob arouse you? There. It should not, because this is my side boob. I I don't get it. The the uh, the the breast armor it makes the eyes for the the hornet on her chest. Y yeah. So. Well, I I don't understand. But if you have an opinion about this, if this bothers you, I'd like to hear about it. I I, I maybe it's because I'm a man. I I, I don't get it. Uh, do you find it sexist? Uh, Whatever. Let me know. Yep. Uh, and it right. comes out July six. Talk, talk about a remake. Yeah, uh, going back to the well again. Uh, we got the Predator coming out what August third. What the hell 3rd. are you? What the hell? Come on, come on! I'm here. I'm here. Kill me. Do it now. Yeah. So, so. but but check this. I don't know how much you know about this movie, 
But so it's, I think this is cool. It's being directed by Shane Black, who was in the original. He was in the original Predator. Wasn't he like the first guy dead? He was the first guy. He was Hawkins. Yeah, Hawkins get to the position. Yeah, he was. So I mean, this guy's got firsthand experience. Mm-hmm. He was in the original Predator. Not to mention the guy's a very good director. He's, we get Adrian Brody too, by the way. You know that, right? No. Yeah. No, Adrian Brody's in this. I, I believe so, and Thomas Jane. You got to double check that, man. I know Adrian Brody was in Predators, but I didn't think he was maybe, in this maybe movie. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe I think I think is. that's what you're. you're Hold you're on, let me of. let me keep going. But um, no, he he's directed the Nice Guys. He directed Iron Man three. He directed a movie called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which I've oh, never yeah, seen, yeah, yeah. but it's uh, it it's gotten acclaim. But I have seen the Nice Guys. Uh, the guy is just. He he knows how to write snappy dialogue. Yeah. So that'll be kind of you know it's kind of neat to see in a Predator movie. So um, Jeremy Irons is in it. Get out. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, let's really? see. And another de- while you're looking it up, oh, another, wrong movie. Another department. My bad. <laughs> Damn you, IMDb. Jeremy Irons not in the Predator. Um, <laughs> let it not be said that we are not the purveyors of wild speculation. Look, I'm trying, here, um, kids. <laughs> But what's interesting about this is this movie I've read takes place not in the jungle, not in the city, in the suburbs. So the predator is hunting people. Oh, I already know who I already know the, who the uh, the predator in monster the is. In the suburbs. You want to know who it is? Uh, Edward what? James almost is in it. He's the, he's going to be the predator. I already know. <laughs> no, all right. So we got Thomas Jane. I'm excited right. about that. All right. Um, Key from Key and Peele. Okay, uh, Alfie Allen, Jake Busey is in it. Uh, Jake freaking Busey, man. So, all right. I mean, it's not a not a Olivia Munn. All right, so nice. I'm good. I'm good with that. I, oh, so Yvonne uh, Starovsky. Oh, from uh, Chuck. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the one thing that the Predator movies have never really had, and that's eye candy for the for the guys. No, I, I agree. Now, I always have, plenty of eye candy for the ladies because you had all the muscle bound dudes. Now I have. Two little uh, tidbits of knowledge on the first Predator movie, if you want to hear them. Lay it, lay it on me. All right. Do you know who the first Predator was? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, are you talking about the actor who played him? Originally. Uh, and it's but, but, not the guy you're thinking Oh, of. wait, wait. It's not Kevin Peter Hall. No. It was supposed to be Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme signed on oh and had everything done. Oh, my God. Then when he found out that he was going to have to wear a suit that would cover his face. No, I'm not he, going to do that. He goes, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Uh, you, so, mean, you mean I don't get to take my shirt off? Yeah. I, I don't get to do a split kick? Um, so he he wasn't, he wasn't he cut out to do it. So Can you imagine up, what kind of... Well, also, he was too short. You know, also, he was too short. So and also, oh my God! The alien costume or the predator costume that he was supposed to be in was not the one that came out in the final cut. It, it looked had like this something long out of Mac, and it was Mouse, really Mast Rider or something. Stupid thing! Look, I just want to before you go on entertain the thought that somewhere out there in is the, that film in in the multiverse there is a world <laughs> where Predator is a shit movie. is a shit movie. Yeah. Let that sink in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I bet you on that same world, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is like the greatest. Box it's the greatest ever. movie ever. So and then the other thing. Um, the Strike Force team, you know, Schwarzenegger and and, and Ventura, Jesse and, the Body Ventura, you know, all uh, of all of them, they actually went through special forces training for about four months. Yeah. Now yeah, here's yeah. the thing: only one person out of that group didn't have a problem, and it was uh, Ventura. Do you know why? 
because he's a Navy SEAL. He was a Navy SEAL. And like, literally, they dropped him in the middle of the jungle and was like, all right, guys, find your way. Sorry about, I've, I've seen this in the behind the scenes of Predator. I know we're going way too long yeah, on, yeah, on this, yeah. but uh, so Schwarzenegger and Ventura had this little competition going over who had the bigger biceps. And I don't know. I, I thought it was Carl Weathers. It was him and Carl Weathers. I, I thought it was Schwarzenegger. And they and had a, uh, they a used bet, the, and there was a bottle of champagne on, on the line, actually, for it. Well, I, I had heard that they messed with the tape. Yes. So that when Ventura taped his muscles, yeah. he, it made him think his muscles were bigger. Yeah. And, that, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that little. It's so, a, yeah, so, it's either Ventura or it's Carl Weathers, but I, I love that. So, the, you know, the Predator, does it feel like going back to the well? Yes, it does. Uh, if they take it in a new direction, I'm on board. One last thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this. I had heard somebody say that they needed to do a Batman movie like the Predator. You're following a gang, and all of a sudden, one by one, they're getting picked off by the Batman. And I looked at that, and I was like, yes, that's what we need. It's, it's definitely would be doing something different with the character. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and if it's in the hands of Shane Black, I mean, he's a good director. Oh, I like this stuff. So, so I have faith. Uh, Tomb Raider. Oh, sorry. Predator comes out August third. Yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah. So I saw the trailer for this. So you know, I'm I'm interested. Alicia Vikander is a very yeah, this, very good actress. This looks totally different to me. This was not like you know. I'm Angelina Jolie, stare at my ass. You know, I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, it's cool. You no, know? instead, it's uh, I'm Alicia Vikander, stare at my ass. Yeah, but at least <laughs> this one, she looks like she can handle herself. I, I never believed Angelina Jolie. You, you know, you didn't believe that she was really the no. daughter of a wealthy uh, billionaire well, she uh, is. treasure hunter. Uh, oh, not that part. <laughs> but she is. Her father's a billionaire. Uh, this this seems to be a more kind of grounded adventure story. Hey, yeah. adventure. Hey. Um, and you know the other reason I like it. Uh, Nick Frost is in it. Yes. Uh, yeah. The dude from uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead and the whole yes. Coronado yeah. trilogy. I love that. I love that he's the gun dealer. Yeah. yeah that was like, very yeah. fitting. I like it. Uh, that comes out March 16th. Uh, I just recently found out about this one. Yeah. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Also called Ready Player 2. Because <laughs> there's going to be so many references in that one, too. Right, yeah. Now, rumor has it, too, by the way, that Nintendo has given them the rights to, uh, to use like their, Mario their and yeah, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so that I enjoyed the first record, Ralph. So that that's coming out November fourteenth, and then um, yeah. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. So this is actually an animated feature. I don't know. Do you heard? Do you know about this? I I know briefly. So this is an animated feature. This is not uh, featuring Peter Parker as the. Th this is so. This is not MCU Spider Man. This, uh, this is actually Miles Morales Spider-Man. Okay. But I think they're doing... Do you remember... You Did you read a little bit of uh, Edge of the Spider-Verse? Yeah. So I think what they're going to do is introduce all these different versions well, yeah, of Spider-Man. Yeah, because that's with the hunters. They're killing the spider totems and all that kind of stuff. So that'd be kind of neat. And the toys. Oh, yeah. To Again. go along with the movies. And you don't have the ones. Because you know that I'll buy them up, you sons of bitches. Yeah. That comes out March... Uh, excuse me, December 21st. Uh, is there anything that I didn't have on my list that's coming out this year that you're excited about? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. No, dude. Like everything that you've mentioned, I'm I'm pretty stoked for. So they're, I think we're gonna be busy this year. It, we're gonna be very busy. They're they're doing another Star Wars prequel movie. I am really not excited about it. I don't I don't I, know anything about it. I'll figure it out when I get it. It's the Han Solo movie. Oh yeah. I don't. Yeah. See, we'll I didn't. See. I wasn't asking for that. I really don't need to see the origin of Han Solo. I, I'm interested, but I, 
there are other characters I'd rather see. So there are other characters I'd rather see. Yeah, I uh, we we were going to talk about the the reaction to Star Wars, but we we were really short on time, yeah, so yeah. we'll save it for the next we'll show. Save it for the next one. We'll save it for the next show. Okay, uh, let's do some toy box. Yeah. <laughs> Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. One of my favorite series to collect is the DC Multiverse. I am so excited. I did not know this existed in my world, and now I know how much I need this. This is one of those things that you didn't know that you need it. I I need this. now you know about it. I need this. And now you know that you need it. Uh, So in the DC Multiverse line, they're coming out I'm kind of upset, though, that it's only three. Well, this could just be the start. It could be. This could be the start. It could be. Uh, they're doing classic TV and movie versions of Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, and The Flash. Yeah, but the Batman, I feel, is a waste. I think they could have done an Adam West. It's it's a poor quality picture, well, here's so the thing. you may like it when you see it. What if they did an animated series? Um, I, I know that they're putting out an animated series I, one. Yeah, but. I mean, I'd be on board with that, except I already own... Them from seven the, of them. From yeah, I only own seven of the animated series line. I don't. So I, I think that one's a waste. So you're. So I started with the yeah, the Val Kilmer Batman. We're getting a Val yeah. Kilmer Batman. Val Kilmer, if you're listening, bat, no disre- no disrespect to bat you. Nips. <laughs> bat nips. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not when, so excited the, about that. The next one, I'm kind of excited um, about. I think, every, I think everybody who needs one is collecting it. Yeah, uh, and that is we're getting a Linda Carter Wonder Woman finally, which we've never had in this finally. scale before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of that character, you're going to be able to have the TV version. But oh the, my God. the coup de gras, oh, as it were. This is I'm going to take my money. This is what I've waited my entire ever since I first watched the oh show. Oh my God! You in have the no 1990s, idea. You have no idea. I was like, I need this. I want this. I want, I want this, this in my life. I I had dreams of this. They're giving us a John Weshley ship flash. Yes. Based on the classic it 1990s. Is about time, baby. Joe, no disrespect to. Uh, well, no, oh, wh- he's in it. What's his? What's the actor's name who uh, plays the Flash I, now? I always forget. But he's. In, but but John Wesley Ship is in it, he, and he, he plays the Flash, and he does play the Flash. So no disrespect to that at, at all. Uh, but for me, the 1990s Flash is going to be the Flash I grew uh. up with. Uh, and but what's nice is we're getting a figure. Pay, they actually pay homage to the original show a lot. So much so. Well, the trickster. Is Mark Hamill? Yeah, freaking Mark Hamill returning as as the trickster. No, um, but yeah, I I thought you'd be really excited about Grant this, buddy. Gustin, by the way, Grant Gustin. Yeah, yeah. Mister Grant Gustin. If you're listening but, out but there, but John Wesley Ship, I love. By the way, this was something that I learned. Do you know how much it cost them to make that suit? No, no, how much? It was a hundred thousand dollars to make that flash suit. Holy because shit! Because of the fabric and the molds and everything like that, and then the belt was real All, like, steel vacuum and metal sealed and, and, and oh everything. Oh my god, dude! I and let's be honest, the storyline was not that great, but God was that good. And that was the first time we actually saw like a really cool super speed and the writing definitely is much better uh, on the more contemporary show. Right. Uh, I to be honest, I miss the Danny Elfman theme. I that Danny I, Elfman theme well, and you was know what's, so good. You know what's cool, by the way? If you're looking do you own the Flash series? I, I do. Yeah, because you can DVD. buy it at Walmart for right. like twenty five bucks. Right, right. Um and what's also nice is Amanda pays Right? Do you remember she played Christina? Yeah, yeah. She actually has an ongoing role in the new Flash series too. She plays a scientist in the ongoing role. So, f- scientist. So for me, yes, yes, he is. So, but for me now, 
who do you think that they're going to add? Because remember, they normally do about six figures to make a build a figure. I am here. You want to hear my wish list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to see a uh, a Superman based off of. Uh, oh crap! I can't remember his name. George right. Reeves. I would love oh, a George Reeves. Oh my god, dude, Superman! Don't don't do that to me. Cause I, would, I need that in my life. I would love a George Reeves Superman. See, I would go older and be like, oh, I want a Kirk Allen one, but no one will know who Kirk Allen is. Um. Kirk Allen is the original sure, Superman sure, through, sure. The, through the serials. But yeah, oh, George Reeve would be so cool. George Reeve. George so, Reeve. Christopher right. Reeves. How weird is gotcha. that? That, anyway, is, that is weird. Um, yeah, I would love that. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I think DC owns the rights. You know who would be nice? If they did a Green Hornet and Kato, because DC has the rights to... Do they? Yeah. Huh. So, I mean, how else did Batman and Green Hornet and Kato, they had that... That's time. true, but they may not own the the rights anymore. I don't know, but okay. Who knows? But hey, but that's hey, so, hey man. I don't want to piss on your dreams. You dream big. Um, you mustn't be afraid to dream a bit bigger, darling. What if they did like the seventies Shazam? Seventies? I, I wouldn't get it, but I'd look at it. I'd it, be like, ah, hey, look, Shazam has weird hair. That's cute. You know, <laughs> and he doesn't look like he works out at yeah. all. <laughs> This is the world's mightiest mortal? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I agree. But um, you kind of need an e- you know, a villain every once in a while. So. Uh, I, I have my NECA uh, Adam West figure, so I could I don't need to have an uh, Adam West figure Do you know what Superman I'd scale? also like? What? What if they did a Fleischer? Yeah, yeah, Max Fleischer. That would be kind of neat, because yeah, you don't see yeah, him yeah. very often. Yeah, no, I, I, I could go with that. Now, this this Flash, uh, I see the, the picture here, but... Uh, it's a little dark here. Does it come with like a stand and stuff? No, no, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know, honestly. I, uh, this is a. Uh, uh, I, I'm. I, I'm not sure. The quality of the picture is such that I cannot tell. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. You're getting my money. Yeah, exactly. They're they're gonna get my money. You know. You know what? I just wish it was made out of. I wish the suit was like that velour. So like when I touch it, I'm like yeah, it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, like I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's so I be. saw that and I thought of you. I'm like, man. I, I, no. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. Nerdgasm, dude. Total nerd, nerd. nerdgasm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, we're gonna do what's in Chris's loot crate. Yeah, let's do it real quick. All right. What's in Chris's loot crate? What's in Chris's loot crate? What's in Chris's loot crate? I hope it isn't crap. Yeah. All right. What's the theme this month, buddy? So this month's theme, I believe, and it's actually kind of fitting for us. Is it adventure? Adventure. Excitement. Yes. A Jedi craves not these things. <laughs> it is. Discover. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It's like we plan this shit. All right. All right. So, first things first. Let's start off. Man, we are starting the new year with a bang. <laughs> it's going to be like an bang. Ad- bang. <laughs> we get a Westworld pin. I love that show. This is a show that I need to watch. I know you, I need to sit down and watch it. I know really, I'm going to love it. You I know really I'm going to love it, so I need it. to sit down and yeah. watch it. So we get a Westworld pin, and actually you get a, uh, exclusives. Um, and it's got get, the maze on it. Yep, and you get behind-the-scene look at the newest series that's going on. They did a bunch of behind-the-scenes, so, so you're going to only get it from that. Also, they actually have, it is called, this is an X-Files card game. So... I don't know if the end of it. I I gotta figure out the rules to it, but it's really neat. It comes in like it looks like the FBI card holder, you right? Know, where you'd show your ID and stuff. So that is kind of neat. And then inside as as the the card game. So I'm gonna go through that and see how things work. 
Um, for all of you Harry Potter nerds, they gave us a bunch. They gave us Harry Potter socks. Hey, all right. So it has the four houses, and I thought that was kind of neat. Sweet. It had the hat up on the top. I thought that was weird. Nice. nice. All right. So for our T-shirt, our T-shirts, you know. Now, discover. Yes. What is the biggest cartoon that is right now? The biggest cartoon? Adventure Time? No. Nerds are paying up to like $10,000 for a packet of sauce because of this show. Bob's Burgers. No. Oh, shit. Uh, SpongeBob. Uh, <laughs> Rick and Morty. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Take a look at this. Uh, Morty. Uh, <laughs> so you have like the drunk Rick and you have his brain. But if you look. I am Pickle Rick. Check out check out his brain. It's actually <laughs> all of the characters. Oh, yeah. We got there. We got Morty. Yeah. See. And then uh, you have Scary Terry. We got Scary Terry. Oh, bitch. <laughs> you know, he's. Uh, so. But it has. All Put it down, bitch. No, no, no. Not in the house. Not in the house. <laughs> so. um. All right, and you ready for the last part? All right, let's do it. Our emo diary. Ah, the super emo friends, uh, Luke Crate special edition uh, diorama. So, and it's Dolores. Yep, and it's Arnold. Oh, that is so. See, this is why you got. This is why I got. Oh my god, I am geeking. I'm geeking out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm geeking out for you. This is this is awesome. So, can I? Can we see them or are yeah, they? Yeah, I actually haven't opened it yet. So. Okay. Oh no, man! I don't. I don't want to make you open it if no, you haven't no, opened no, it. No, no, no. no are you sure? I, that's why I did this. Oh, we're unboxing. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Man, that's that was really. You had good forethought on your part to lug all that shit with you down to Peru so that we could open all of it here. That's why I didn't have room for the water bottles. I'm sorry, I yelled at you, buddy. You're welcome. This is yeah. This show is just... So I don't really know what's going on and why uh, this guy's... But, you know. It looks cool. So just to give you a quick 411 without any spoilers, uh, Westworld takes place in a future amusement park that is populated by robots. For me or for them? Because I know this part. You you know this part. Okay, yeah. well, for maybe for our listeners. Uh, populated by... Uh, uh, robots that allow visitors to play out their fantasies of living in the Old West. Uh, Arnold is one of the designers of the robots, uh, and Dolores is one of the oldest models, uh, and she frequently plays... Well, she's got a gun in her hand, so I'm guessing she's killing him. There is a, there's a huge spoiler in this, so uh, I'm... Uh, yeah, we, we won't go into it, because I don't want to ruin the show for you. I will just say... They have a special relationship, Arnold and uh, Dolores. Oh, okay. So yeah, so that is everything. I'm so I'm, in so a way I'm like I'm sad for you because you haven't watched the show because you'd be geeking out more if you if you got this. Uh, hold on to that, and then when you watch the okay. show, you're All gonna right. be like, holy shit! I'm gonna be very happy that I kept it. Does the box turn into anything? Actually, uh, it doesn't. See, Lee Craig kind of got cheap this month. Well, Instead of our booklet, they gave us just a little. Piece of paper. Well, shit. So, and it's just got this cool design on it. That's pretty much it. So, look I how mean, look how spoiled we are. We're like, yeah. why doesn't the box turn into anything? I want my money back. You know, you sound like the wife from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, that, that was, was Chris's loot crate. That was Chris's loot crate. That was Chris's loot crate. I guess it wasn't crap. Yay! Oh man, well that was a whopper of a show. Um, next time on our uh, next episode of uh, what the hell is this called? Justice Nerds Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be. I'm gonna be reviewing figures from the McFarlane Stranger Things line. Uh, I I got in uh, the uh, figure based off of Hopper and the one based off of Eleven. With his gut. With his gut. Yeah. Uh, you know, props for authenticity. So we'll talk about that next time. Do you have an opinion about something that we've been talking about? Do you just want to share and say, hey, you've been listening to the show? Is there a toy that you're looking for? Remember, we're Chris and Jay, your toy bounty hunters. I wanted to say it. Oh, I'm sorry, man. You, you Chris do, and Jay, toy, toy bounty, bounty hunters. hunters. Go, All right. Uh, is there a toy you're looking for? Is there a tchotchke you just can't find? Are the scalpers charging you $11 billion for a toy that you'd retail at $19.99? You're pulling your hair out. Well, pull your hair out no more because we are here to help. We're the Just Us Nerds podcast. We are Chris and Jay, toy, toy bounty, bounty hunters. hunters. So what do we do, Jay? What we do is you... Send us an email at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Let us know what you're looking for. We will use our vast network of listenership. We will use our vast network of comic book stores to locate said item. If we can find it for you in your hometown, we'll tell you where to find it. If we find it in our hometown, we'll call you. Well, we won't call you. We'll notify you as to where you can tell us it's been a long show. We'll we'll let you know where you can find it. We'll help you make arrangements to transport said toy into your living room or wherever you have it or wherever you have it um you want to do a plug for jamie our good good pal yeah. ja- jamie angle uh we want to just do a shout out to our good friend jamie angle award-winning author of percy uh, uh, percy jackson oh my god don't tell her i said that clifton chase and and the arrow of light you know she listens she will kick my ass kick his I am, ass i am so kick his sorry ass. He stabbed me in the leg um Dreadlands and uh, Clifton Chase and the Arrow of Light, very talented uh, artist. And by the way, had her first book signing. She had her book signing at Barnes and Noble, and that was such an awesome thing. I- I'm so proud of her. That this is a-, a fantastic achievement. Look her up at the right angle. Uh, How do you spell that? <laughs> oh my God! That'd be uh, R I T E. E-N-G-L-E, I believe. I am lightheaded from all of the oxygen leaving me as I'm talking. Yeah, because it's kind of hard getting your foot out of your mouth. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Jamie. Ha! Uh, yeah, go go check her out. Uh, her books are available up on Amazon. But uh, bring money. Oh, and also her newest book, The Toilet Papers. I have been reading this. It is a collection of short stories, both humorous and horror. Uh, check it out. It's great. Well, folks, that is all the time we have for this, our 46th episode of the Justice Nerds podcast. How's the leg, buddy? You think you can walk? Oh, yeah. I could walk about an hour ago. I was just enjoying talking about comics. Well, we're not any closer to finding the temple. Maybe we could ask the colorfully adorned natives pointing spears at us. What are you talking about? Oh. Will the dynamic duo defy the death-defying death trap? Tune in next time to find out. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Dude, we have the money for an announcer now? I know, right?